Hey guys. Um, hey. I'm heaps excited to be here with you guys. Um, heaps excited to be with the regulars who come along to junior youth all the time. The people who aren't regular. Heaps of people here aren't regulars at every youth. And that's heaps good that you guys are here with us. And heaps excited to have the Peninjas with us as well. So we're all here, which is really exciting. Um, and how, how encouraging was it before to have... Ooh, to have um, the, hear about those guys becoming Christians. Um, that was heaps encouraging. Uh, page 40, 28, I think. 28. All right. So if you're taking notes, I reckon that's a good idea. That should help you. Um, it'll help you remember the stuff we learned today. But why don't, once you've found your page, I'm going to start praying. We'll pray and then we'll get into it. Let's pray together. Father, we thank you so much for this time that we can spend together in your word. We thank you, Father, that you are a God who speaks, who has spoken to us. And we pray, Father, that you would help us to understand what you're saying. Please impress these words upon our hearts and our minds. And please change us to be more like Christ. Um, Father, I pray for the people here who don't trust in you that uh, you would use this week to bring them closer to yourself. Um, Father, I thank you for Frosty, Ben, Jack, Sean and Jordan and, uh, and for the encouragement that they were today. And we pray, Father, we would hear many, many more stories like that in the future. Please use this time, Father, for your glory. In Jesus' name, Amen. Well, we're diving into the Sermon on the Mount this week, which is heaps good. Uh, and this... This sermon, um, this is Jesus' sermon all about the kingdom of heaven and what it means to be a citizen of the kingdom of heaven and what it looks like to belong to the kingdom of heaven. And so I want to ask you guys straight up, where do you belong? Where do you fit in? There are many different groups that people can belong to and many different groups people try and find acceptance in. So I've got a couple of examples. Um, Some people are goths. Um, some, some people are hipsters. Uh, some people, you guys know these ones, some people are the popular beautiful people. Some people are hippies. Hey John, I got you twice. <laughs> and I just recently became part of this weird group called the alumni, which means you've, I've graduated university. I've never heard of alumni before. Apart from that, though, so, so there are so many different places that we can belong to and find acceptance in, um, and we figure out oh cool, we figure out where we want to belong to by what we think will be best for us. That's straightforward, yeah. Whatever we think will be best for us, that's where we want to belong. And so, um, just say you've lived out in the country all your life, and then you move to the central coast, you move to Terrigal. And all of a sudden, you see these guys around, and they're surfies. And you're like, man, those guys look cool. And so you, you'll think it'll be good for you and for your reputation to be seen with them, because they're the cool guys, right? And so you'll think that that's what's best for you, and so you'll try and be a surfy dude. And so I want to ask, though, who has it best in this life? Who actually has it best? Today, we get to find out as we start the Sermon on the Mountain, because that's what Jesus shows us. He shows who has it best in this life. 
But he uses funny language to do it. He uses the word blessed. He says, blessed are the poor in spirit. Blessed are the meek. And what he means by that, blessed, he means these are the guys who have it best. And so, for instance, um, a, guy, a kid's parents um, buys him an iPad. You could say, oh, man, you are so blessed. And what you mean by that is, man, he's got it best. You're stuck there with Windows 2000 and this kid's got an iPad. He's got it best. You might call that guy blessed. And in this passage, Jesus shows us who the blessed people are. And so what we're going to look at is, who are the blessed people and how are they blessed? So first of all, who are the blessed people? Well, the blessed are the citizens of the kingdom of heaven. Now, let me show you. The, the big thing on Jesus' mind in Matthew is the kingdom of heaven. And Hazy told us that last night. The kingdom of heaven is the big theme of the Bible, the running theme where God is establishing his kingdom. So turn back to chapter 4, verse 17. This is where Jesus starts his ministry. And it's the first thing we hear him say. It was one of the first things we hear him say in Matthew. He says this, 4, verse 17, repent. For the kingdom of heaven is near. So, so far Jesus, he's just started his ministry. He started roaming around his hometown, Galilee. And he, uh, he starts to preach. And he preaches about the kingdom. That's the thing that's on his mind. And then a massive crowd starts following Jesus. And we turn over to chapter 5 verse 1 in our passage today. And there's a massive crowd that started, that's gathered around him to hear him teach. So 5 verse 1. Now when Jesus saw the crowds, he went up on a mountainside and sat down. His disciples came to him and he began to teach. Can you imagine this, right? Jesus, he's been roaming around and this massive crowd has heard this guy talking about heaven. And so they come, they gather around him and he's he's got his disciples in front of him here. But then down from them, there's this huge crowd and they've gathered around to hear Jesus preach and he starts teaching them. And he teaches them who the blessed ones are. Who, the ones who, who are the ones who have it best in this life? And what he, he does it in a really cool kind of way. He, he, he teaches that the blessed ones are the citizens of the kingdom of heaven. And he does it in this cool way by giving these eight blessings. And I want you to notice something. Have a look at the first blessing in verse 3. And then we're going to look at the last one. So verse 3, blessed are the poor in spirit. For theirs is the kingdom of heaven. And verse 10, the last one, Blessed are those who are persecuted because of righteousness, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Now, what did you notice about those two? Someone call it out. Yeah, the same. They end the same way. And so what we've got here is is eight blessings. And the first one, the outcome is, you're a citizen of the kingdom of heaven. And the last one, the outcome is, Blessed are the persecuted because theirs is the kingdom of heaven. And so what we have here in the Beatitudes, these blessings, is like a sandwich of blessings. And the kingdom of heaven is the bread. And so what that means is that all these people here, the reason why they're blessed is because they're citizens of the kingdom of heaven. Does that make sense? This is really important to get to understand this passage. And so everyone there is blessed because they're a citizen. Um, so these people, they aren't just blessed because they're poor in spirit, verse 3. 
And they're not just blessed because, verse 4, they mourn, or verse 5, because they're meek. In fact, you can, you can be some of those things and not be blessed. You can be a mourner and not be blessed. And you can be meek and not be blessed. But now the big thing is, the main reason why these guys are blessed is because theirs is the kingdom of heaven. So being poor in spirit and being meek and mourning and merciful, that's good stuff. But ultimately, the reason why they're blessed is because they're citizens of the kingdom. It's kind of like this. Um, put up your hand if you've ever wished that you were able to fly. Yeah, everyone. Yeah, well, imagine this, right? There's now two kinds of people in the world. There's regular people who can't fly, and we'll call them citizens of the ground. And there's another group of people who can fly. You guys are citizens of the ground. You guys are the ones who can fly. Oh, sorry. Sorry, guys. <laughs> All right, and so these guys can fly. Now, there's heaps of good stuff that comes along with being able to fly. But in this situation, who are the blessed ones? These guys, all right? Now, there's heaps of reasons why these guys are blessed. They don't have to worry about driving places. They never get stuck in traffic. They're like, oh, I need to get some toothpaste. Off to the shop. All right? So they're heaps blessed for all those reasons. But what's the main reason why they're blessed? Because they can fly. Yeah, and that's like our passage today. Sure, blessed are those who mourn, blessed are the meek, but they're the smaller blessings of the bigger thing of being a citizen of the kingdom. That's the big thing. All right. Now, before I go any further, um, the kingdom of heaven, sorry, I'm having a bit of trouble with this. Um, what is the kingdom of heaven? Well, it's a little bit more complicated than just heaven. As you may have picked up last night, you see it's a kingdom. And any kingdom has two things. A kingdom has a king and it has a people to be ruled. And so the kingdom of heaven is where Jesus is the king and the people are those who trust in him. So the kingdom of heaven is where Jesus the king rules over his people. And Jesus is saying that being part of his kingdom, being a citizen of that kingdom, that's when you're blessed. That's when you have it best. So guys, where do you belong? Where, do you belong to the kingdom of heaven? And if you're not sure right now, if you're sitting there going, man, I don't know, I don't know if I'm a citizen of the kingdom of heaven. If you're not sure, this is, this is what makes you a citizen. You trust in Jesus as your saviour, and as your king. If you do that, that means you're a citizen of the kingdom. And according to Jesus, that means you are blessed. That means you have it best in this life. But I wonder if you notice this, right? There's something really strange in this, all this stuff. This is Jesus' teaching on who has it best. But the strange thing is the blessed don't look blessed. If you're taking notes, that's our next big point. You see, these eight blessings, they show us what the, the model citizen of the kingdom looks like. Now, model citizen, have you heard that language before? Give me a uh, if you've heard model citizen. Uh. All right, so the model citizen's like the shining example, like the, the, the guy. So um, clearly, Batman is the model superhero. He, he's the superhero that everyone wished that they could be like, right? So he's the smartest, he's the most badass, 
He's got all the gadgets and cars. Every superhero wishes that he could be like Batman. He's the model superhero. And these eight blessings, these give us a picture of what the model citizen of the kingdom of heaven looks like. But have a look at the first thing Jesus says. Verse 3, blessed are the poor in spirit. Verse 4, blessed are those who mourn. And this one, verse 10, this is the most extreme one. Blessed are those who are persecuted. Now, persecuted, to be persecuted means to be abused and oppressed. How can it possibly be a good thing to be someone who's mourning all the time and persecuted? That's kind of like saying, blessed are the ones who are crying all the time because they get teased and picked on. So like there's a guy at school and everyone teases him and they steal his lunch and he's crying all the time because he doesn't have any friends and people put him down. (sighs) He's so blessed. Man, I wish I could be like that kid. Have you seen how this kind of doesn't look right? This is strange. But this is what Jesus says having it best looks like. So let's push in a little bit deeper into these individual blessings. And I really want you guys to see just how how strange this is, what Jesus is saying. We're meant to kind of go, what? When we read this stuff. So let's have a look at verse three. Blessed are the poor in spirit. What does it mean to be poor in spirit? Well, it basically means to be deeply aware of your helplessness before God. Deeply aware that you're a sinner who needs saving, who needs rescuing. Now, does that sound good? Let me try and f- flesh it out a bit. Imagine you're a fish. And you one, and now what does a fish need to be able to do in order to live? Breathe. Swim and breathe and eat, all that stuff, right? But let's just go with swim, all right? Fish need to be able to swim to live. And so one day you're, you're a fish and you swim a little bit too close to the shore and there's little kids playing right at the front of the water, right? Right at the front of the beach. And what do little kids do at the beach? In the water. Grab fish. No, they pee in the water. All right? And so you're this little fish, but you swim too close to the shore, and a kid pees on you. All right? And their urine, like, soaks into your lungs. You know how fish, have, like, they're kind of, they're open? They're like, yeah, gills. Good one. Good one, Billy. Um, their gills are open, and so you're... Your lungs get all messed up because the, the kid's pee ruins you. And so you're a fish who can't swim now. You got destroyed by urine. Now that fish can, can either be one of two ways. He can, either, he can either be like, oh, I'm fine. I just, it doesn't matter. I can't swim. I'll just sit down here on the bottom of the ocean. Or he can be poor in spirit. He can recognize that he can't swim. And so he's helpless. He's broken He's going to drown. Now, that's poor in spirit, recognizing that you are helpless, that you're broken, that you're going to drown. That's being poor in spirit. Recognizing your helplessness before God. Now, does that sound like you've got it best? It kind of sounds a bit downer. It's not what we expect the blessed ones to be like. Shouldn't it be blessed are the rich in spirit, the proud, self-confident, that's what, it sound, that's what it should be like. Let's have a look at the next one. Blessed are those who mourn. 
Now, what does that mean? Well, to mourn means to grieve, to be terribly sad. And so Jesus says that those people, the sad, they're actually the blessed ones. And now these people are sad because they're sinners. They've offended God and they live in a broken world where bad stuff happens all the time. And so they grieve. They wish the world was different. They wish, they, they wish the world would change. Now that's also not what you'd expect the blessed people to be like. Shouldn't it be blessed are those who are happy? Doesn't that make sense? You seeing how this is all a little bit backwards? Let's do two more really quickly. Verse 5, blessed are the meek. Now, to be meek basically means to be humble, right? Now, that sounds good at first, but if you're meek, that means that you care more about other people than yourself, and so it means that you never come first. You're always second. So it sounds nice at first, but it means you're always coming second. So it means when your parents ask you to do something to help them with the dishes, if you're meek... You'd care more about helping out your parents than your TV or computer time. And so you stop doing what you want to do and you help your parents. Or if you're meek, uh, you volunteer after breakfast to go and wash up everyone's stuff. And what does that mean? It means you miss out on heaps of fun because you don't get to hang with your friends at the table. So it sounds nice at first, but blessed are the meek? Shouldn't it be blessed are those who come first? And who get to do what they want all the time? And the last one, really quickly, verse 10. Blessed are the persecuted. Now this one's really obvious. It should be, blessed are those who aren't persecuted. Blessed are those who are safe from harm. You guys seeing this? Are you getting this? At first glance, the model citizen of the kingdom, he doesn't look blessed. Now why is this? According to Jesus, these are the people who've got it best. They're the blessed ones. So why does this look so depressing? Well, it's because of this. It's because the blessed aren't citizens of this world. They're citizens of heaven. Now, do you remember verses 3 and 10? The start, the sandwich. These are the guys who belong to heaven. And so the blessed people don't belong to this world. So they look different to what you might expect. The ones we imagine to be the blessed people are only blessed in the eyes of this world. But in view of eternity, in view of heaven, they're not blessed at all. So so let's compare for a second. Let's compare what the Beatitudes may have looked like, what these blessings may have looked like, if Jesus was speaking to the citizens of this world, he may have said something like this. Blessed are the rich in spirit, the confident and proud. Blessed are the happy. Blessed are those who win, who come first all the time, who do really well at school, who are cool, who are popular, who everyone loves. Blessed are the rich, the ones with big fancy houses and fancy cars and a million friends and who always have fun and go on holidays forever and nothing bad ever happens to them. That's the blessings of this world. Does that sound right? Am I right? Yeah, that's what you expect the blessed person to be like. But Jesus says that's wrong. Jesus says it's the citizens of the kingdom who are actually the blessed ones. Remember how there are citizens of the ground and citizens of the sky? 
well, these guys think differently to each other. And so um, citizens of the ground, they care heaps about their hair. Like, they, they wake up in the morning, the first thing they do is they brush their hair, they make sure it looks good, they make sure it looks good enough to be able to come to Swarm, and they care heaps about their hair. And women, like all the girls, they're like, I want to grow my hair really long because that's what makes me look beautiful. And all the guys, they, they worry at night about growing up and getting a bald patch and going grey. And so for them, for the citizens of the ground, blessed are those with long, luscious hair, right? But for the citizens of the sky, you guys are like, what? Blessed are the bald. And you guys are thinking they're crazy. But blessed are the bald, because when you're a flyer, you guys won't get this, I'm sorry. But you guys know what I'm talking about, right? When you're bald, if you've got heaps of hair flapping around in your eyes when you're flying, that's heaps annoying. And if you've got really long hair, it's weighing you down, so you can't fly as fast. So these guys are going, what? Blessed are the bald. And you guys are going, what? Bald is ugly. (laughs) So they think differently to each other. Jesus comes and he turns our whole thinking upside down. That's what's going on in this passage. Jesus saying, "The the, the citizens of this world, though they look blessed to us, they're not the blessed ones. It's the citizens of the kingdom who are blessed. All right. So let's try and figure out now how these blessings that looked bad, how they actually are good. Because they are actually good. They are right. Jesus is not lying to us. So poor in spirit. How is it that being poor in spirit is actually having it best? Well, do you remember our fish? The one that got peed on? Now, he can go two ways. I remember saying this before. He can go two ways. He can either be too proud too rich in spirit, too proud to admit that he can't swim. And so what happens to him? Or he can be poor in spirit and he can say, I can't swim, I'm helpless, I'm broken, I need, I need my fish buddies to save me. And so he calls out to his other fish buddies and his fish buddies pick him up and they like get some system happening. Anyway, his fish buddies save him. So being poor in spirit is what truly being blessed looks like. If he's not poor in spirit, what ends up to him? What ends up happening to him? He dies. So being poor in spirit, man, that's how you're blessed. Let's do another one. Blessed are those who mourn. Our world says that blessed are those who are happy, right? But Jesus says, blessed are those who are mourning. Because this world is broken, Heaps of bad stuff happens. And so it's right to mourn over tragedy. It's right to mourn over pain. And it's right to mourn over your own sin as well. This world is broken. And so blessed are those who mourn and who long to be in the new creation that we heard about last night. They're the ones who have actually got perspective. And so Jesus just takes our thinking and turns it up on its head. Jesus says, Oh, you're mourning? You've got perspective. You're blessed. The blessed aren't citizens of the world, but of the kingdom. Does that make sense? You guys following me? Once you accept this, once you accept that the citizens of the kingdom look different to those around us, then you're able to see that the blessed actually look heaps blessed. They look massively blessed. So have a, pick up your Bible 
have a look at the outcome for each blessing that Jesus lists here. Starting at verse 4. Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. Blessed are the merciful, for they will be shown mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. And blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called children of God. Now why is this? It's because verse 3 and 10, theirs is the kingdom of heaven. You see? The citizens of the kingdom have an eternity of the most amazing blessings coming to them. Forever comforted. No more mourning, pain, sickness, crying. Forever ruling the earth alongside Jesus. Forever filled with righteousness. No more sin. No more evil. No more feeling guilty. Just perfect righteousness. Forever accepted by God. Being shown mercy. Being face to face with Him. Adopted into His family. Being called children of God. Great is our reward in heaven. And these are blessings that smash what the world offers us. Let's, let's think about what, we've just seen what Jesus offers us and what's coming to the citizens of the kingdom. Let's think about what the world offers us. It'd be like this. The model citizen of this world, the one you think might have it best, they'd have heaps of stuff. Um, they'd have heaps of money. They'd have a massive house, an epic car. They'd be like traveling around the world all the time. Um, they'd be heaps popular, have heaps of friends. That's the model citizen of the world, right? What everyone dreams of being like. But guys, that's nothing compared to the blessings that the citizens of the kingdom are waiting for. Because all that stuff, if you're lucky, might last you 70 or 80 years. But once that's done, that's it. It's done. You can't take a big fancy house with you to hell. You can't take your car with you or your popularity or your holidays. That stuff ends and it's done, it's gone forever. So the truly blessed, they're looking forward to an eternity of blessings. I hope you guys, if you're a Christian, I hope you're looking forward to what's coming for us. The blessed are massively blessed. So where do you belong? I know where I want to belong, and I know where I do belong because of Jesus. There are, there are two places you can belong. You can, you can be a citizen of this world, or you can be a citizen of the kingdom. Now, do you belong to the, peop- the group of people who actually have it best? Who don't necessarily have it easy in this life. Who don't necessarily look blessed to the people around them, but who have an eternity of the most amazing blessings coming for them. I've got application for three different kinds of people here. Um, First of all, for the person who knows that they're a citizen of the kingdom. Many of you guys know that you're a citizen. Second, for the person who's not sure if they're a citizen. And third, the person who knows they are not a citizen. The person who knows they're not a Christian. So firstly, those who are citizens, um, I want you to ask yourself this. Do you look anything like this person? Do you look anything like the model citizen of the kingdom? Are you poor in spirit? Do you mourn over pain, over the state of the world, over your sin? Are you meek? 
Do you hunger and thirst for righteousness? Are you merciful? All that stuff. Do you look anything like this? And if, if you look at that and go, yeah, I do look something like that, then rejoice, praise God. Um, and don't get down when you look different from the world around you. Instead, be comforted because that's evidence that you truly do belong to the kingdom. And if you're anything like me and you look at these blessings and you go, I've got a long way to go, then we just got to keep working at it. Look at this. This is the model citizen. Strive to do this stuff. Strive to be meek. Strive to be merciful because you've been shown mercy. So look at that. Strive to be like the model citizen. And secondly, to the people who, know, who aren't sure if they're Christians, who aren't sure if, they're, if they belong to the kingdom, um, the thing you've just got to ask yourself to, to, to be sure is this. Are you trusting in Jesus as your saviour? And are you following him as your king, striving to obey him? That's what makes you a citizen. Being poor in spirit, being meek, being merciful, that stuff doesn't make you a citizen. That's the stuff that you do if you are a citizen, what we're to be like. So, and finally, uh, to those who know they aren't citizens, to you guys here who know you're not a Christian, why aren't you trusting Jesus as your Savior and King? What's stopping you from doing that? Um, I would love it if this week, you use this week to chat to your leaders and, and once you hear this stuff, when you hear about the amazing blessings that, citizens of the kingdom have got coming for them, ask your leaders about that and say, how do I get in on this? Ask your leaders, talk to your leaders. And don't be fooled by the world around you. And truly blessed aren't those people who have fancy cars and heaps of money and big houses. That stuff will only last them a few years and then it'll be snatched out of their hands and never returned. Because you'll be dead. Very soon we'll all be dead. And you'll never get it back. The truly blessed are those who are friends with God and who'll be with Him forever. The citizens of the kingdom. How about I pray? Thank you, Father, that when we trust in Jesus, we become citizens of the kingdom. Thank you that you sent Jesus to be our Savior. Thank you that when we trust in Jesus, Um, we are truly blessed. We are the ones who truly have it best because we belong to the kingdom. Um, Father, please grow us this week. Grow those, those of us who are citizens and push us on toward greater holiness. Help us to be more like the model citizen, to be more like the people you want us to be. And Father, please usher many more people into your kingdom. We pray, Father, there will be many people here this week who see and hear this good news and respond. In Jesus' name, amen.